When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. The biggest losers in the NFC North seem to be either the Vikings right now, because presently as constructed, the Vikings are a competitive team, mm-hmm. or the Bears in the next several years because they drafted their franchise quarterback. They're hoping he can basically be their first great quarterback ever in the modern era, the Bears. And, um, listen, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, oh, my God, in Chicago, they'd be throwing a party in the streets, but he is coming back. What does that mean? That's uh, Max Kellerman, our friend from the Max, Keyshawn, and Jay will show on Score North Radio, talking about the NFC North. Um, this is a uh, this is a special comments edition here of, of Purple Daily, where we dive into the comments section of the... Score North app, the feedback tab, the YouTube channel, Twitter. The reason I'm kind of laughing is because I am uh, struggling internally with whether I should read a speculative tweet out loud or not pour that gas on the fire. I just saw it. Did you see it? It's hilarious. Okay. I'm going to say hi to our sponsors, and then you can take like 15 seconds to think about whether we should disseminate this tweet to our audience (laughs) recklessly. Okay. So this show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and also TCL TVs. Thank you to those of you who support those brands and every one of our partners here on Purple Daily. Helps keep the lights on so we can speculate recklessly about the future of how the Vikings can win a Super Bowl. TCL delivers the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Okay, should we read it or not? Read it. So so here's the thing about it. I think we should, but here's the disclaimer. Okay, first of all, this this person <laughs> has approximately 650 Twitter followers. So it's so yeah. low, I'm not sure about it. But the but second read, part is... the, the handle. But, but, and sec, and <laughs> his bad boy of scoops. Bad boy of scoops. That's and the bad boy He's of got scoops. a ton of stuff here, like from around, and it all could be made up potentially from around the National Football League. But I think it's our job... Our instructions to the jury from the bench to me are this grain of salt. So, so we will, int- we, we are going to introduce into evidence bad boy, a scoops tweet, but keep in mind, this is just us putting it out there for you. Use your discretion. Here. We are not to be held responsible exactly. for whatever happens after we send. And we're this not out. claiming this scoop. Like no. we are, we are telling you members of, the Viking jury, here's what is being put out there. 
This is for entertainment purposes only. I like that. Yeah, All right, the bad boy of Scoops tweets, speaking with a member of the Vikings front office this morning. This is, as we sit here, this is a Friday. We're doing this a little, you're going to probably see this or hear this on a Saturday. Maybe this will already have happened. <laughs> exactly. Or not. I was told, just wait. We are about to blow this whole thing up. I don't know what that means. It's possible that things will already have happened by the time people hear this episode. So I guess we'll just we'll just leave that there, and we'll get into our first uh, comment here. Okay, Bad Boy of Scoops is one of the great handles I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm jealous. All right, the first question. You can always hit us up. Like I said, the the Score North app, the YouTube comment section, Score North TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Multiple people across multiple platforms have asked us. Adam Schefter is reporting that Colin Kaepernick is in the best shape of his life. He wants to play in the NFL. I will add, Kwesi spent some time with the San Francisco 49ers during the Colin Kaepernick era. So I don't know how well they know each other, but he was definitely in the the 49ers front office when they had Kaepernick. And multiple people are wondering, would the would would you guys, if you ran the Vikings, or should the Vikings entertain the idea of now thirty four year old Colin Kaepernick? Uh no, because of the age. I, I just don't see that. Now, if he was twenty eight, absolutely. At, at least give it some thought, work him out, right? Thirty four though, um, skill set was was basically one that probably fits a guy in his twenties more so. Um, based on that, I would prefer that they find a quarterback that then try and, and, uh, go grab one from the past who is now for, for what he did well, right? Yeah. Like the speed and things like that would almost certainly be diminished or diminishing. So I would say based on that, no. Um, uh, you go ahead, Dex. Look, do I think, uh, that Colin Kaepernick, is better than some of the quarterbacks who are employed by NFL teams right now? Yes. 100% yes. He is a better quarterback than some of these quarterbacks who are even backups to starting quarterbacks in the NFL. But is he a logical fit for the Vikings? No. He is not. That's where I'm at. Okay. So here's where I'm at. I think somebody should give him a workout. I think somebody should bring him in and compete for a job. If the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins and they move into blank canvas mode at quarterback, and now they're looking in this draft and or next draft for their quarterback of the future, I would put Kaepernick in a group of potential bridge quarterbacks that I would take a look at. I get that he's 34 now. You know, he's essentially been blackballed from the NFL for six years, and at the end of his run in the NFL, he wasn't really that good. I mean, his completion percentage dipped below 60%. Uh, you know, the, the team over the last two years when he was on the field was like three and 16. So there's some performance things in there too, that have nothing to do with his protesting and the way that the league blackballed him. But if the Vikings wind up with a blank canvas at quarterback and they need a bridge quarterback for the next couple of years, sure. I'd have no problem with it. Well, would it be a little bit of a circus? Well, the Vikings are oftentimes a circus. So I think they could, I think they can figure it out. He's such a hot button topic, but at the same time, the league and the country are just in different places now than they were in 2016 for some good and some bad reasons. Yep. I think we can handle it. Is what I'm saying. 
Oh, I yeah. Think, I think we could probably handle I just don't it. know his play now at this age would reflect what you would think it might based on his previous Yeah, I mean, experience. the last time he was you know truly at the top of his game from a QBR standpoint, right. team success, everything, was 2014. Yeah. I'm talking eight years ago at and this that's point. that's a lifetime. So, all right, uh, next question from Bad Dad Joke via the Score North app. The fallout of the Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz trades, does it make more? Does it make it more likely that both Sauce and Stingley will not be there at 12? Because now, you know, Denver is not quarterback needy, although Seattle is quarterback needy, and they're now sitting in the ninth slot. Right. Uh, th- but does it make it more likely that a quarterback like a Malik Willis will be sitting there at 12? for the Vikings, curious as to whether this quarterback movement helps or hurts the Vikings' chances of finding a franchise quarterback? Um, okay, first of all, I don't know that, that there is necessarily a franchise QB in this draft. So just to be clear, I don't know that that exists. That being said, I don't think we're going to have a really good idea on on Willis's draft slot until his pro day. Like, I think it's growing, and I think that there is a – that somebody's going to go get him before 12. That's my guess, unless he has a terrible pro day. Uh, but I don't know that I'm all that concerned about the loss of a, a franchise quarterback in the 2022 draft because I don't know that that, that QB exists, yeah. at least this year. Yeah, I think um... – I think it's again people have to to step away from this idea that like if you're going to move on from Cousins then you immediately need to find someone equal or better than him. I think step 1 is blank canvas, cap space, flexibility and then it kind of opens up a number of different doors. Now you have to walk through the right doors and that's going to be on Quasi and Kevin O'Connell and their jobs are going to depend on it. But and people some people are going to kill me for this but if they clear cap space and they find the right bridge quarterback, like a Marcus Mariota or even a Teddy Bridgewater, both of whom are not as good as Kirk Cousins. Disclaimer. But much cheaper than Kirk Cousins. Could you build a team that sneaks in as the seventh seed this year? Next year? Absolutely. While you are on the hunt for Malik Willis or whoever it may be in 2023. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm so interested in the blank canvas aspect of this, whether it's at 12 this year or next year. Because I just don't think you can win a Super Bowl paying a good, not great quarterback, great money. Like it's just time and time again we've seen teams hit that glass ceiling. So, so remove the glass ceiling, and then allow yourself to paint. Starting in a couple weeks here, or I guess next week, Declan. What were you? At? Yeah, I mean, th- there will be a quarterback there, whether it's Matt Corral. Uh, I don't know right. if Malik Willis will indeed be there at twelve. He might be the one. I think that does skyrocket. But there'll be a quarterback there. I mean, Mac Jones was there last last year, and they opted to trade down. So yes, there'll be a quarterback there. It there's still a lot of time though between now and the draft. We're about six weeks away, where stocks continue to rise and fall. Um, but I envision no matter what that Pickett or Corral, whoever it is, will likely be there when the Vikings roll around at twelve. Uh, let's see here. Mike Malkovich via the Scornoth app. Are you guys surprised by the lack of information coming out of Vikings headquarters? Do you think it's a sign of a tight ship preventing leaks or lack of a concrete plan? Um, one is it's a tight ship for sure. So like, like, yes, that's true. The second is I don't think of it being in an in incredibly fluid situation as being lack of a concrete plan. So like I, I am complicated for them. 
I am loath at this point to like judge them and say, look at what they're not doing. It's too slow. We don't know a thing about them. We don't know what their end game is right now, what their, their philosophy on uh, roster construction is. Right. So I think that this is incredibly fluid. I think they are exploring every option possible, which they absolutely with a team that that has not made the playoffs in back-to-back years and just blew out its coach and GM should do. So right now, I am much more into benefit of the doubt. That doesn't mean I love I love the, the fact that, that, you know, we both heard, Phil, that they're talking extension with Kirk. Personally, I wouldn't. But it's up to them, and it's their job, to take over a roster they didn't have and and mold it now and make moves. And yeah. so so lack of a concrete plan to me means means that they're not – organized i don't think that's true i think it is very fluid and i do think that there are probably you know two or three plans on some players but there should be that's this is your chance to get a roster together that is going to be your the foundation of your team for a long time so smart move the negotiation stuff or the like like the vikings entertaining an extension I wonder what level of math they're doing, like in terms, like are, are they, are they, like what level thought are they on? Like, is it calculus? Is it, is it, you know, is it algebra? Because if basic geometry, my favorite class. Ugh. Well, here's where I, here's where I I'm skated going with right this. through that one. Here's where, I, where I'm going with this. If you want to maximize Kirk's value, you have to offer him an extension and have him turn you down, right? You can't just be like, we have no interest in this guy anymore. Hey, who wants him? So are they lowballing him or are they legitimately making good faith offers? That's the question yes. I would have. I, I think I, I think, think it's good the, faith offers. The answer is door two. I think they are making good faith responsible offers to keep him. Yeah. And they and he wants to blow the, the roof off the Correct. bank account. Uh John Robertson via the scorner that. My reckless speculation is Reckless speculation. That the Vikings will create cap with a couple of trade and restructures and extensions. Vikings will assign both uh, center Brian Allen and who's from Wash from uh, L.A. the Rams and right guard Brandon Scherf from Washington. I mean, my God, if you could land a starting center and a starting guard in free agency, Quasi uh, knows the offensive line is the most important. Concentrating on defense in the draft seems like it makes more sense. So. Listen, if they can create enough space to run it back and bring in those two offensive linemen, all right, I guess we'll see. But I just don't. I, I think there's going to be major changes here in the yep. next few days. But a kick-ass line, man, would that be a fun start. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That would be such a nice start. Mario Rossi via the Score North app says, I would like to apply for a Vikings Twitter leadership position. <laughs> I am an Iowa resident and can give you the info on Iowa, Iowa State, and Northern Iowa prospects. That's a lot of offensive linemen and secondary guys for the Vikings, both areas of need for the Vikings. Mario, congratulations. You are hereby the new regional manager of Midwest Mock Draft Scouting, the region being Iowa. One of us. Welcome to the One Vikings Twitter Leadership Cabinet. I'm not in it yet. Yeah, yeah you're mulling. Really Vote of no confidence. There have been some, there, let's just say that there's a discrepancy in in the uh, contract talks between Phil and I. Listen, 
I'm, Vikings Twitter is going to do what's best for Vikings Twitter. And Judd Zolgad is going to do what's best for Judd Zolgad. Exactly right. Exactly. And our clickbait officer, Declan Goff, is going to do what's best to get clicks. Just to be clear, I would like to be um, – I, I would like to spend the rest of my life mm-hmm. in this platform. But let's just say – let's just say I've heard the Colts have called about me. Colts okay? Twitter? Colts Twitter has called about Colts me. Judd's Twitter is wow. very, very intrigued by me. So got to do what's best for me, boys. Interesting. Oh, man. Colts Twitter. Uh, Neil via the Score North app says, love you guys. Skull. What's up, Neil? Been a Vikings fan since 1972. My dad just died, and he loved the we just want to see the Vikings win in a Super Bowl before we die mantra. He did oh. not get to see that. That is Sorry. sad. Uh, but I did get I did get him into a sweet custom Vikings urn, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. You know what? That's uh, yeah. That's great. That's amazing. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was listening today and a new tagline hit me. Show us your cans for Surly and let's see your set for TCL. <laughs> wow. Let's see your set. That's not that's pretty that's good. Show us your cans here, Judd. Oh, let me see here. You know, let's let's just say that I was enjoying some wings wild hockey last night here. And so I'm going to show you my cans. Let's see. There, there's Surly oh goes great with wings. Yep. There's That's an empty can there, too. <laughs> That's empty. There's another one. <laughs> Ghost Empire. Oh, so look at that. Wizard staff status here. Beautiful. The long and short of this is this. Surly Brewing, yes, has has the Bell Cow beer. And that is, of course, the, the furious IPA. But it also has different choices that are absolutely fantastic and that is where the first surly variety pack of 2022 comes in which includes this outstanding beer the ghost empire great flavor great taste check it out as you know what you watch sports uh the next few days on your tcl tv and then when it's done do what i just did show us your cans or as show Declan us says, your cans or as deck says show, show us, us your, your show us your show us your set Exactly. And show us your set. All of them at Score North on Twitter, at Jay Zolgad. We always love to see that people are enjoying the products that we enjoy as part of our lives. I saw Judd just followed the bad boy of scoops on Twitter. So 100% I, I did. That's a great, that's one of the greatest Twitter <laughs> handles I've seen. Bad boy of scoops. Let's get the bad boy of scoops up to 1,000 followers. Let's make that happen. I if he's him. right about this, if the Vikings blow the lid off something, then he's Well, then he gets full, full credit. Uh, let's see. Matt L via the Score North app says, "What do you guys think about Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati? He hasn't really been discussed much among this year's draft class, but it looks like he turned in a pretty impressive showing at the combine. Seems to have some buzz about him. I also think the Vikes are one of eight teams to interview him in Indy, so it seems like he's on the radar." I've watched some film. I'm not going to lie. Um, strong arm, strong arm. Uh, mechanics don't know a ton of, about. I do think that he would be an interesting project. I don't. I certainly don't think he is the twelfth pick. He's not the twelfth so, pick. Yeah. So, but but I mean, he he is the type of guy who when when you know this time of year we start talking about taking chances, right? Like, yeah, t- take a chance. Yeah. At the right pick, good chance. The other thing that I, I heard from the combine, Phil Mackey, very disturbing was was your guy. Is it strong? From Carson Strong. Carson Strong. Yeah, he's just, I he's heard the interviews didn't go well. I heard the maturity not great. I yeah. heard the whole thing about comprehending his offense was not great. His offense, too. It's like, dude, really? A ton of red flags. Yeah, not somebody else's. His. 
but lots he's, of yeah. red flags on Carson Strong. I'm he's out. He's got a ridiculous arm, but yeah, he's definitely he's that dude's going to be he'll he'll be falling probably third fourth round. Uh, yeah, Desmond Ritter. I mean, I just I saw three or four of his games this season. Yeah. Big dude. I mean, he's like six foot four, six foot five. Arm strength off the I, charts. I think. Yeah, I think teams really love just the frame, right? They love the he yep. looks like I'm a quarterback big. and. There's just some molding to be done there. So he took a big, big jump. He was a four-year starter. I mean, he literally started like 50 games in college and then took a big step forward as a senior Mm -hmm. and helped lead Cincinnati to the college football playoff. So, you know, maybe the – maybe he's not a – I would not take him with the 12th overall pick. But if he's still there in the second round and you're kicking the tires, I don't know. Probably do worse. Um, Let's see. Joe B. via the Scornorth app says, hey, hey. Oh, this is great. This is going to be our last one here for the day. So he sent this in this morning. Uh, I don't know if we can read this whole thing. It's so in-depth, but I just like Declan and I saw this come in, and we have to give Joe B. just some love on the show for yes, sending this. Is this. Great. You talk great. a lot about cap hits for Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. Well, this is good info. So, yeah, no, no team has ever won a Super Bowl with a single quarterback taking up more than 13% of the team salary cap. Kirk's at like 23% right now, unless they move it down. While this is good info, the sample size is pretty small. I have a st- I have a stupid friend who is a Kirk stan. That's mean. So I had to spend some time putting data together to help him understand that he is a moron. Well, that's there you go. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but then the amount of work he put putting great this hypothesis. Yeah. yeah. So he did. So since 2006, mm-hmm. cap hits for quarterbacks. The average Super Bowl winning cap hit is 10%. The average of a Final Four team quarterback is 8%. Yep. The median of the Final Four teams is, is 9%. The largest hit of a Final Four team is 17%. The total percentage of Final Four teams below 15% is 90 to 92% of Final Four teams have quarterbacks at 15% of the cap or lower. Um, I used 10, and then he had 10, uh, 10 win teams. The total percentage of 10-win teams below 15% is 92%. So there's a lot of data here. Um, and then he said, I, I see you may have also seen this Paul Charchian tweet as well that uh, he had something about like when when the Vikings score, when the Vikings defense holds opponents under 22 points, the Cousins is 21-6. and six. Uh, But the league average winning percentage is right at that same mark. So. Right. Something like that. So, anyways, this is amazing data, and it goes to show you: don't pay a good quarterback great money, or you probably aren't going to go deep in the playoffs. I don't know that that you need to call your friend stupid, but besides that, it's a great no, what a moron. He called his friend a yeah. moron, a moron. <laughs> but I mean, perhaps he is too. I mean, I don't know his friend, so oh, give him well, the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Our audience is pretty awesome. You guys are great. You got you know one of our guys. Oh, we got, I got one more here too. Oh, this might be the best one. Oh, that's Somebody hit us up. One. No, dude. Someone hit us up. Dude, dude, dude. Dude. Someone hit us up today. I'm going to read this. All right. This is from uh, Andrew via the Scornorth app. Okay. In June, I'll be having a Scornorth baby. I met you back in September when I won tickets to that Gophers game, and it was fun. I ended up meeting a girl that day, and, uh, well, dot, dot, dot. I wasn't very smart, but good things came of it. I think I've already messaged you guys this, but I didn't get a response. Sorry if that was the case. I wanted to say you guys helped me create a family. 
And for that, I'm entirely grateful. For your work, the Vikings coverage, and now my first child being born in June. If I was a, uh, if it was a boy, I was going to name him Judd or Declan, but it's a girl. I just wanted to share my story with you and thank you, Andrew Starks. Dude. Look at us. That is Starting amazing. Families. That's awesome. We pumped him. Congratulations. That was so, like, the gopher did, suite that we that we held, Judd. Yeah, for that godforsaken game, Miami Ohio game. Yeah, it was a bad game. Mm, we, I'm like glad he, that he met he met the mother of his child in that suite. Well, no, I know. I don't or at the think game. So. At the I game. Think, at okay. the game or like post game. Right, at, because at he was at tell. the Gopher game because yeah, of Storm North. He met okay. this woman who yeah. now is the mother of his child. Dude, yep. that is so. We are. Look at us influencing Vikings community and families. Yes, we're here to bring Vikings Twitter together. We're here to bring families together. Look at us. Birth new children into the world. Very 1960s. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace. All right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily, where we dive into the comment section. We're on high alert for emergency episodes as free agency is on the horizon. Don't go far away. See you guys.